Hey, everybody. Welcome to the NYC Real Estate Podcast. This is show number one for 2022, but I believe it's show number 46 for our entire, I guess I would call it the first season. I'm Mark Levine. I'm your host. I'm also one of the owners of EBMG, which is a real estate property management company in New York City. I've been doing this for 25 years, so um, hopefully whatever we say here will help you, whether or not you're interested in real estate or you're working in real estate, that would be you know great to listen. So if you could subscribe and share and send this to anybody else that you think may enjoy it, that would be perfect. I wanted to do a early 2022 episode to bookend our late 2021 New Year's Eve um, podcast that I did right before the new year. And today I'm solely focusing on a J51 tax abatement that was extended. I will go through that. Um, first, if you want to email the show, you can do so at nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. You can also call me directly at 212-335-2723, extension 201. Again, that's 212-335-2723, extension 201. The J-51 program, um, essentially for those buildings that are able to capitalize on it, and it's based on if you are assessed at uh, for a rental property at $40,000 per unit, if you're a, um, a residential non-rental, it would be um, the tax assessment would be $30,000 per unit. So you're going to find that in Manhattan. In Manhattan proper, in some of the wealthier areas, they're going to be priced out of this program. But it's really a way for the city to incentivize owners of residential buildings to put work back into their building. And they would basically apply for a tax abatement and exemption for the increased valuation that all this work would bring. And also it would be an abatement for... um, the uh, a portion of the work out of pocket you would get refunded over a period of years off of your tax roll or your tax bill so let's say you're in a um, a building that needs to do a new elevator new windows um, complete facade job uh, maybe a new roof there's different levels of will this work be applicable towards the j51 and there are certain um attorneys out there that deal primarily with these types of issues, you know, J51 tax abatements and exemptions and 421As, you know, all of those different city agency um, measures they are dealing with and they can help you with that. But in order to qualify, um, there are time requirements. So again, the the new legislation extends the program through uh, June 30th of 2022. I believe it expired last June. So they're going retro to the gap of those six months and then moving forward. And there are certain time requirements for those jobs that you are eligible to file for in a building that would be eligible to file based on the actual value, assessed valuation of each of those units. And again, it's either thirty dollars or $40,000, depending on what type of building it is. Um, the work must be completed within 30 months from the time that you sign the contract. And you must file the application within 36 months of the work beginning. Um, I know in the past I've done J51 tax uh, abatements and filed for those with the attorneys. And you need to keep copies of everything. You need to obviously keep copies of the contract. You have to keep copies of the front and the back of the canceled checks. The city is going to want to see all of the information that you have and all of the proof that you've actually done the work, that you've paid for the work. 
And the, over a period of time, if it's approved, then you would have um, the city giving you a long-term abatement off of your taxes. Um, usually it's like somewhere around um, th anywhere between 14 and 34 years. Um, so participants are exempt from tax increases resulting from the renovation of the conversion work for either 14 or 34 years. Um, they could also receive a break on existing real estate taxes of 8.3% or 12.5% of the cost of the work for up to 20 years. Just for context, um, in 2021, there were over 399,000 units receiving the abatements and exemptions through the program, and that's according to the annual report by the city's Department of Finance. Um, I'm looking at the real deal, and they noted that between 2008 and 18 applications for the program dropped 69%. So it's something that hasn't been used as widely as it has been in the past. And a lot of the buildings that we used to be able to qualify for are stepping out of the program, just the eligibility because they are now assessed value too high. Um, the assessed value markers have dropped down over the last few years. So there were buildings that could have capitalized on this program, but now because of the increased valuation and the, the increase in the assessed valuation of their property, they are now kicked out of um, eligibility for the program, so everything would be out of pocket. But it's really a way to make sure, especially in our rental buildings or um, lower to middle income buildings within the five boroughs, to help offset the repair costs where they're really needed. And I think with all of these new regulations coming in, especially on, let's say, the elevators where you have a 2020 um modernization deadline you had a 2027 that's coming up for the machine brake plunger um, assembly so you've got all this work that's going to be needed by the city mandate and if a building is struggling financially and they don't have the assessed values to um, really have money in their pockets right now to do this this is a way for them to get back some of the money over a long haul and entice them to do the work itself so this is a great tool um, that owners and boards are using where where you can but for those that don't you have to just get a little bit creative in terms of you know financing and all um how you're going to raise the money and pay for the things and we've seen i we do a lot of buildings i'm seeing a lot of refinances over the last 10 months so uh, if you're looking at doing a lot of this long-term work whether or not you have the ability to do, do a j51 i would say reach out to your brokers um, reach out to your bank, see if there's a way to restructure your loan or see if there's a way for you to refinance where um, it would make sense based on any prepayment penalties or yield maintenance um, to get that money in now if it's a little bit cheaper than where it may be you know, in the future and that could also help to offset. But as a rule, um, we always look to all of our buildings to see, okay, what are the long-term capital projects over the next five to 10 years and can we sustain that? I think that proper planning with especially with these assessments would be a, a real win for a lot of these co-op and condo buildings where we can say, okay, there's a smaller assessment over a period of five years versus we're in 2026 and we have to do the elevator next year. And it's, you know, it, now the prices are up. So we have to really, you know, compress it in a year and get that really high assessment going for 12 months. So I think I would rather a long-term assessment but you have to be careful how long-term an assessment is because the smarter attorneys and the smarter um, real estate brokers, when you're purchasing into a building, will say, well, 
a long-term assessment is effectively the same thing as a part of your maintenance. But if we earmark it specifically for the reserve slash capital improvements that are guided with that assessment notice, I think we can make a good case for why it's going to be there. And as you know, assessments go away. Maintenance increases rarely do. So um, there's something to look at with that. And for those of you that are in the assessment world, you know, you're living through multiple assessments or, or long-term assessments. When you purchase your apartment, you have a certain cost basis when you're doing these capital assessments, depending on if your um, apartment would qualify based on its value. When you end up selling, you can basically factor in all of those ca uh, capital assessments and provide those as part of your initial basis. So let's say you have a $100,000 purchase price, you spent $50,000 of uh, capital assessments over the past few years when you go to sell obviously check with your accountant when you sell your basis for your purchase would be 150 not 100 this is just an example so there is some benefit to having it um, as a capital assessment as long as you're in a building or in an apartment that would benefit from that at the sale where you would be able to save a little bit of money on your taxes um, when you do so so that's just all I wanted to cover was the extension of the J51 tax exemption um, out key points going out to June 30th of 2022. The work has to be complete within 30 months. You have to file an application within 36 months. And I highly recommend um, looking into the program if you are between 30 and $40,000 of assessed value, as we said, depending on what type of building you have. Um, it's something that is going to help you uh, long term. So it's there's no cost to looking into it and there's only a provided benefit from the city if you're approved for it um, if you have any questions feel free to email the show again nyc real estate podcast at gmail.com nyc real estate podcast at gmail.com please call me uh, ask any questions you want and i can include them on the show also 212-335-2723 extension 201 and hopefully we're going to make this a little bit more um, regular than 2021 now that we've got uh, the holidays over and we, we know that the real estate world is moving and shaking a lot quicker with a lot, a lot of new rules, laws, regulations, and people that we can have on the show to really dive into all of those. So until next time, have a great day.